This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 225, an excerpt from the book Essential by the Minimalists of TheMinimalist.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, Life Optimizer? Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily. And I'm your host and narrator, Justin Mollick. It's been a pretty crazy week here as I've been working on launching a third podcast and it finally went live. It's called Optimal Health Daily. It's a spinoff to this show, same concept, but a different host. And we're planning to feature your health-related questions maybe once or twice a week. And the host is my brother. So definitely check that out. Just search for Optimal Health Daily wherever you're listening to this and hit the subscribe button, and you'll be supporting this show in another way. And now for special times when things get crazy or I get a little behind, I've previously recorded chapters from the minimalist book, Essential, and this is one of those times where I could use the break. To you, it should sound pretty much the same, but I like to tell you what's going on, and with the extra work to get my brother's podcast up, this is gonna save me time, and the minimalists have been gracious enough to let me read any and all of their book to you, so a huge thanks to them. So with that, I'm gonna play an excerpt from their book and start optimizing your life. Simple isn't radical. Sometimes people avoid minimalism because the word itself sounds extreme, radical, subversive. Afraid of stepping outside cultural boundaries, these people avoid simplifying their lives because they don't want the label minimalist. If minimalism seems too austere, then perhaps you can relabel your flavor of simplification. May we suggest any of the following isms? Enoughism, essentialism, selectivism, curationism, naturalism, stoicism, epicureanism, appropriatism, simplism, lessism, practicalism, living within your meansism. Call it whatever you want, no matter which ism you favor. The important part is it helps you live with intention. Is minimalism only for single, rich, white guys? Someone in Montreal asked us this question. Granted, she posited it more congenially than written above, but restated this way, we get to the heart of the matter. We won't bother detailing the many examples that immediately torpedo this assumption. Our friend Leo Babauta and his six kids, Tammy Strobel and her tiny house, Patrick Rohn and his family, and others, none of whom are single, nor rich, nor white guys, and yet they all embrace a minimalist lifestyle. Note, you can read more about minimalist families, including additional books and resources at theminimalist.com forward slash children. Let's look at the question from a broader perspective. The Bureau of Labor Statistics shows that in today's economy, quote, is entirely possible for poor people to have much of the same material comforts, cars, televisions, computers, smartphones, as more affluent people, yet be trapped in low-paying jobs with little prospect of improvement, unquote. In other words, Rich people and poor people can both be oppressed by the possessions they desire. However, poor people are considerably more stifled because of their lesser quote-unquote prospect of improvement. Perhaps minimalism is the quote-unquote prospect of improvement. Whenever desire is greater than one's ability to attain, discontentment sets in. By mitigating our impulse to compulsively consume, however, we take back control of our desires, as well as our pocketbooks. According to the New York Times, there is evidence that, quote, money relieves suffering in cases of true material need. But when money becomes an end in itself, it can bring misery too, unquote. 
Once our basic human needs are met, money doesn't buy happiness and neither does poverty. People with fewer resources, especially those with less money, can benefit most from minimalism. A minimalist lifestyle helps people determine what truly adds value to their lives. This is even more important when our resources are limited. If we have less money, then we must be more intentional with how we spend it. Simplification begets intentionality. Rich or poor, married or single, black or white, simplifying one's life can only benefit one's circumstances. The Stoics understood this, as did Thoreau, Gandhi, Jesus, and the Buddha. It sure would be nice if everyone else did too. The Gospel of Less No, minimalism is not a religion. Religion is a complicated and sensitive subject for many. Even though we don't typically speak or write about religion, its presence seems to loom over each event we host. Curiosity is natural, so it's inevitable. People often approach us and say things like, it's wonderful to see two guys spreading Jesus Christ's message, which is usually followed by another person saying, it's great to see a couple of Buddhists sharing their story. Or, did you know Muhammad was the original minimalist? In a well-written but unfortunately titled newspaper article in Tennessee, we were recently said to be, quote, spreading the gospel of less, unquote the connotation of which is a bit troubling. Even more troubling was a radio host take in Oklahoma City when he referred to us as the, quote, L. Ron Hubbard of minimalism, unquote. Thankfully, he was joking. Whatever your religious beliefs, we have no spiritual advice for you. The beautiful thing about minimalism, though, is it works whether you're religious or not. We personally know minimalists who are Christian pastors, minimalists who are practicing Buddhists, minimalists who are atheists. We even know a minimalist rabbi. Because minimalism is a lifestyle that helps people question what things add value to their lives, it applies to any religion, or no religion at all. In fact, the two of us hold radically different religious beliefs. Our journeys towards simplicity, however, had nothing to do with religion. Instead, it was a reaction to the discontentment we experienced after being steeped in consumerism for three decades. We live in a world in which many people have different beliefs, different faiths. But God or no God, we can all live more deliberately. You just listened to an excerpt from the book Essential by the Minimalists of theminimalist.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. Essential is a collection of a bunch of their essays, so if you like their posts that I read to you here on the podcast, you'll love the book. And speaking of their books, in slightly over one week, I'm going to be giving away a copy of the book Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life to a random subscriber on my email list. So to be a part of that for free, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. While you're there, if you have a health and fitness or diet and nutrition question that you've been meaning to ask, my brother is answering them on our new spinoff podcast, Optimal Health Daily, and you can ask it through our site. 
You simply record a question there and it'd be awesome for you to contribute to the topics on the show. Again, that's all at oldpodcast.com. And that's it for today. Have a great weekend. Please check out the new podcast, Optimal Health Daily, and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.